Yeah, I heard you were gri- gripping Oscar in your hand. There you go, Oscar. Man. Yeah, you, you know Oscar. I'm so high. Who's who's Oscar? Oscar, he, he comes around once a year. It's uh, for the actors and stuff. So. Yeah, if you hold him tight enough, you yeah, can be the I, best. I think I think there's like chocolate inside or something like that. Oscar. What's his last name? Oscar. Uh, Oscar. No, the Oscars. You know, like the Weinstein. Uh, Oscar Weinstein. <laughs> Weinstein. Yeah. Absolutely. You're talking about the rapist? Well, that yeah, that or yeah, one of those guys. Sorry, I derailed it. I, I do that. Yeah, I'm well, a derailer. If anything, uh, why do you like like derailing it? You know why, man? I think it's like a a reflective. I think that removing people from their line of logic, when they come back to it, it's fresher. If you lose it, you lose it. But if you come back, yeah. it's like more live than it was. Okay. So, and you try to get it right back to the moment type of thing? Well, okay. Or like, do you feel it goes in that direction? So, I, I, I thought I was doing, like, when I tell stories, I tend to tell, like, more than one story at once and kind of, like, go back and forth between them. And I told someone that, like, thinking I was like, oh, like, this album so weird. I do this mm-hmm. thing. And they were like, yes, that's a basic comedic storytelling technique. I'm like. Fair enough. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for bringing us up to date. There, analyzing that. Yeah. Good to know. Well, but yeah, I think that when you throw an unexpected element into like, because it's kind of like if you listen to politicians, people repeat themselves all the time. I don't want to have the same conversation over and over. Yeah. I don't. I really hate. I hate having the same conversation over and over. So, you know, like when I fucked up my hand. Yeah. It was like all my energy to try to come up with different ways to have responses for the exact same phrase that people are going to say to me over and over. Okay. And so anything I can do to make it a new conversation, I'm in. All right, boy. Well, what, what, like new conversation. Uh, where are you at or where are you going to be performing at? Um, you know, I have a date at Rooster Teeth Feathers okay. on the 12th or 13th. It's a Wednesday. June, June, whatever that Wednesday is, the second Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and that's cool. I've been trying to keep like one club date in my future, just like, you know, all as often as possible yeah. just to feel like a comic. I'm like, well, I do this one club wants for me to perform at some point in the future. Uh, my schedule is so empty. It's kind of, it's like tumbleweeds and fucking cotton wrappers, dude. Okay. So you're available is what you're saying. All right. Everyone. Will yeah. I think it might sure be time to, to hit the out. road. Yeah. Jay's like, Hey. Get those new people coming out and stuff, bro. And yeah, you, man. Elio's got a car, so you know you all. Oh good. shit! You're good. That's like half the. That's half the battle in uh, comedy, right there. Is car and gas. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I got a. I got a green car and a car. Yeah. <laughs> My passport's in, in Portland, so if you want to hit Latino. Canada, we just have to stop on the way. I got, I got the go. paperwork. There you go, man. You gotta take care of that paperwork. People like the paperwork, hey, apparently. Yeah, I got. I walk I around got with twelve IDs right now. You know, that's the only paper I got. But that's a good paper. Don't go to Arizona. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't go to Arizona. Fools across the border. You know, one time I drove out of the way into the desert instead of driving through Arizona. I Eight hours Texas. out of the way, but worth every second. <laughs> I risked my life, but yeah. fuck Arizona. But yeah. Goddamn right. Uh, yeah. All right, so there you go. Uh, if you want to avoid Arizona, uh, make sure yeah, to Google uh, Elio's Map Quest, uh, where uh, to avoid the Arizona desert, so you don't have to worry about going back to the other side of the desert, right there. You know what? Mexico's nice, but uh, I like to visit. <laughs> that's good. That's like I, that, that would explain tourism right there, you know. <laughs> I went to Tijuana and I was just like, "Wow, there are so many Catholic schoolgirls on every corner, right outside all these strip clubs. That's so amazing. They have so many Catholic schools. It's a different vibe, over and there. they're very enterprising. They all are 
offering services in exchange for goods. Oh, it's a land of entrepreneurs, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very like uh, yeah, the hustle's alive at yeah, well yeah. out there. It's it's a Tijuana, thing. you can have your cake and eat it too, you know? Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> it's all different types of cakes, whatever like uh, type of creams you want on it. A lot of chata. <laughs> yeah, this just turned into a Food Network type of show now and stuff. Like, you guys. Yeah. But if anything, you know what to do? Let's go to head. Channel 69, the Cake Network. Well, if anything, we'll just get a little crazy right now and stuff. At the, but we'll be back in like a couple more minutes and kind of get to a close of wrapping it up. So. Yeah. When we come back, our least favorite comics in San Francisco. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. And we're still around, though.
my sights on the prize. Wide open, worldwide, like the thighs of a hooker spread. Told a girl, why? I got bigger fish to fry. Niggas wish I would retire. Cause of the pressure I apply. Every time I bust a rhyme, all the rest of you are trying. Watch me stimulate the minds. but not yet not quite yet yo we're back on here with it. hanging out with warhol hanging out with elio fucking uh, shit who knows the fuck's gonna happen and stuff right? but thank it you is. so much y'all for hanging out that's what's it. up it is true because i feel like i say this a lot but i feel like that um comics in this scene in particular build sets a lot of times when they a lot of them don't know how to write a joke like just structure a joke, set up punchlines. Like you don't have punchlines, a, a lot of people, but they're trying to build like seven minutes, and it's like don't you don't need seven minutes. You need to learn how to do the the basic building block. You know, you can't build a multi-celled organism if you don't have the amoeba down. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, delusions of grandeur. <laughs> Well, but the thing is, it works though. Because if you come in the scene, you know, only for so long, and you get like five minutes, only for so long, exactly. But you can kind of, you can kind of ratchet up uh, your profile. So a lot of people are more interested in ending up somewhere in the scene than they are in actually learning the craft. Right. A lot of people do the twenty-one savage, and they just like do it, you know. Yeah, but like at the same time too, you got to be nice to everyone out there because you never know who's gonna make it, right? Well, <laughs> the person who is a hack and an asshole has like two legs up in the industry, so it's beautiful. Yeah, it always is, and especially like that's what the industry wants too. Like they want those because they're you know, hey, dance for us a little bit more, y'all. And so that's why they're like, yeah, sure, I'll dance for that. <laughs> but like if anything, that's why you got to be like more self <laughs> self sufficient, you know? Yeah. So my question for y'all is. Uh, if you go up in a room that's like a packed house versus like an empty room or a little room versus a big room, does it change how you approach what you're doing in the room? Yeah. Each and each uh, audience is uh, its own uh, like amoeba, you know? So it's like, and then it's also like the, what the moons are for the night and then where your electrical charge within itself is at. Where you are, what's yeah. already happened in the room, wait, yeah. what's going what? on in the news. So yeah. you, all that Electrical you. charge. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Talk to me about the electrical okay. charge. So the moons. Now, you so cannot just say that and just like, <laughs> think that I'm not going to I think I know ask. what he means, but I don't I'm give a shit. My point of view, I completely <laughs> took away my point of view. 
and I'm with you. Yeah. Even though I was against you two seconds yeah. ago, but I want to know well, more about the moon and the f- so <laughs> what? It's definitely the moon. The so, energy what? So this is what how I look at it now. It's okay. Like, um, Let me sit down. Okay. Again. So we're scientifically how much percentage water? You I know? don't know, dude. You're the one like, telling me so the theory. So it's like a lot. It's a lot. So the majority of our body is just water. A lot. What? What the fuck? A lot yeah. means. Yeah. This is every everything that you see before you is actually water. It's liquefied. Wait, what? Yeah. So like I it, see I see tables and I see yeah yeah, yeah. you see the like the hardness. So seventy percent. Okay. Yeah. So like uh, okay. but if anything, it's a big portion of who. What we are. that have to do with anything? So now uh, there's electrical surges that are constantly going through us. And this is the part where it's like, all right, it's the body and the electrical surge is going on. You know, when I was a kid, I got electrocuted off a fence. Oh. And my grandpa, my grandpa told me when I hit the ground, the shock was to make my heart start pumping again. Yeah. But I get, I guess you're right. There's energy around us. Okay. Yeah, Go all ahead. the time. And even Clear. There, yeah, you can feel it. Like, you, you've ever seen someone who's, like, having a bad day? And, like, they look, you could tell, like that. And it's also, like, the ripple effects or whatever. Unless you're, you're a sociopath. <laughs> And you don't you don't see it. Hey, there's a lot of factors here. You know? But the, <laughs> we'll go back to the illusions of grandeur. Yeah. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, so now knowing that, that we are now when you go into an, a mass setting, now you have to pretty much electrify yourself that much. You have to charge yourself up in order wow. to release. And also because you, you're entertaining for so many people. And the, every exchange that you have with a person, even if you just walk by, is a, an exchange shift. So now that you're exchanging, especially a ratio of like, if it's a small crowd, one to two, but even that, you're taking on the energy of two people. Or if you, if it gets bigger, that just means like, like after a set, so like you take the energy or and, you give the energy. Well, Both. it's it's a circuit. Both. Yeah. So okay. And that's yeah. the thing is you can put out all your energy for like maybe people who aren't re- ready to receive it. They don't reciprocate it, and it takes it away. But if they if they receive you give you energy back you leave more energized yeah oh, like that. you can at least uh, find a pacing that you can handle that you can sustain uh these energy levels so if you need to go spike up and then you also is going to realize that when you do spike you're also going to spike down you gotta bring it down right? yeah a way i've been starting to think of it is uh is the waves yes and i think it's kind of interesting because like some people in comedy will be like yes and then some people yeah. are like i don't know what you're talking about but the waves of pacing and energy and of like laughter like yep, yep. for a while i got so obsessed with the only thing i cared about was like waves of laughter like a laugh isn't good enough i want to i want to be able to like pause and let the laughter move away and move back to me you know mm. that shit can be pretty cool yeah and mm. but it, 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 that's part of that ripple effect and you know? with riffing too you learn that because you start to push you get something, you dig in in that direction, you know, like yeah. that. Right. You, uh, if you get a little char- extra charge, it's like, okay, we can use this energy and let's yeah. spend it over here. So we might get it back. We might not. Yeah. But and not all the energy. Is. Not but all you're the using e- it to do that, to go an extra, out of the way a little bit, if yeah. you will. And sometimes the energy is going with you. A lot of times it's going against you. So it's like, uh, just be prepared. That Especially like, if yeah. you go after my set. There you go. Yeah, that, that's tough. Uh, even I don't go subatomic, you know? I'm like, uh, I can't handle that shit right now. <laughs> right, it's like you're in, all, out there in the wilderness, and you're like, man, how do I make a little fire? Yeah. And, the other and then thing you is, figure it out, you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's like, let's say you have an audience. At least what I found is I do better in rooms that are uh, heterogeneous. If it's all this same profile of who's in the audience, I'm less likely to do well. And so if you have different ages, different races, different ge- geographical, you know, different culture, 
in the room, then you feel the energy of like, oh, if I go in this direction, this element, like for example, I don't, I don't tell jokes about sex anymore, almost ever. That's consensual. Like I've realized that in my act, I could get up and talk about like, oh, I'm fucking my girl, whatever, whatever. I don't really do that too much anymore. Cause it's like, I've realized that that energy People are occupying that energy. I don't need it. It's not important to me. It's taking away from, yeah. from what you have to from say. From the point, yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah, trying yeah. to like streamline the wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. another thing too point, is man. like uh, the audience will give certain energy too if they hear these words. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like an immediate reaction of like right. something else that like it's not. We in have your been favor. trained in society yeah. to just react quickly. Yeah. So now it's just a matter of like kind of being aware of it and now using it to how you feel your advantage. But one thing is like what I love about podcasting is the whole the wavelength features of it like this thing is out into the rest of the universe now it's connected so yeah yeah, yeah. so and we're sending a message to ourselves in the past present and future all at the same time huh it's a time capsule sounds like a book yeah or it's just another podcast you know? <laughs> well you know i was not not like researching but i just was reading a little about uh the origin of the medium and like do you do you know anything about the origins of the early podcasts and like how No, that'd be a good history lesson. So I was yeah. I was looking up uh apparently there was a synthesis of message and technology in a particular way where like there there have been people like recording conversations and people, you know, doing that type of thing, but because something about like this the way that streaming occurs now wasn't possible the the rss packets and shit so it was i don't know man like again i'm not i'm not like a researcher on it but like just the it made me think about we're all artists we're trying to figure out a way to get our message out in a particular way for mark Marin, he w- he was on stage for 20 years and at 45 the way he put it i set up a couple of microphones in my garage and suddenly like yeah you know, people cared about what he what he thought, and so like it's this synthesis of like what what do you have to say? What do I have to say? But also like how can I say it that's most relevant? And then finding your own medium that matches your energy and your message. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's so powerful. So like maybe nobody likes you as a novelist, but suddenly it's a graphic novel and everyone's hooked. You know? Yeah, and there's it'll cross different realms. You know, so like it'll like catch. people like beings at different moments of life or a, or so. a theatrical play or something like yeah that. yeah you I'm can a, actually visualize it and get the message across yeah I'm and where that's you are in your life point. it's like maybe you you want to be a writer and you want to be a stand-up but maybe like pat oswald right it's like he made all this money his stand-up kind of suffered he had a horrible tragedy yeah you know like there's yeah. there's these arcs in our <laughs> yeah. in our lifetime too yeah but yeah but there's like trends of it because like you know it's, all, it's always coming around again but if anything, uh, yeah, like that was that, was, that got pretty. I think we got to the core there. Shit. Of yeah, I learned, I learned something new. Yeah, so and you, yeah, you uh, you could buy this audio book live on Amazon. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> or is it a podcast? Yeah. Is it a web series? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Wait, oh no! Or is it twenty nine ninety nine? Yeah. That should be the price for the knowledge that you're getting. Yeah. Real talk, though, man. I'm I'm involved in this feature film now, and I like since I was a little kid, I wanted to be in a in a feature film movie mm-hmm. like I've, I've worked on a lot of shorter projects uh especially more recently but like i just saw the the rough cut and everyone who's involved in the project has never made a feature film before so it's literally every single person 
is was just trying. Yeah. And it was a trip, man. I watched the I watched the the rough one time, and I had like opinions and like the other members like Tracy Nguyen is in it. Uh, she hadn't seen it, so then she, like she watched it. I watched half of it again, and she watched it, and just just trippy like. Like the movie doesn't exist yet, but it's in our minds right now and trying to figure out if it can come from the mind to actually be something real. Who knows? It could be terrible. It could be good. You know, yeah, if anything, uh, Elio and I were talking about uh, the running. He's, he got this really nice drone and stuff. So, oh, nice. And I'm going to start training for the marathon again. Okay. So what we're going to do is send me out, have the drone follow me. <laughs> so we're okay. going to have a lot of air shots around yeah. the bay. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. In the Oakland Hills. Yeah. Oh, Oakland Hills, like the SF Bay area. And I'm going to be uh, posting it on the Bay Area Command yeah. Network if anybody needs a drone shot or something. Yeah. There you go. That's dope, man. Because like <laughs> cranes are expensive and helicopters yeah, no, are and, fucking uh, expensive. It's a Latino, so there it's you go. cheap. There you go. <laughs> you can find them on Craigslist. You know, I, my I can just see you in Cobbs. Uh, turkey like, sandwiches. That's my currency. So. The drones hovering in the middle of Cobbs, like yeah. filming someone's set. Silent, dude. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. Oh my gosh. I, I can't wait. Yeah. So I am technically agreeing to be followed by a drone. <laughs> you know, when I went back home, because I'm from Maryland, from the DC area, dude, I could feel it. I could feel the surveillance. I could f- like feel that I was being watched. They have overhead drone surveillance. That's and it was, it was a trip, man, yeah. because like I grew up there and I literally used to imagine walking around the same streets. I would imagine that there was this like floating, floating camera following me. Yeah. And I would like, I was like an only kid for a long time. Like I would just like imagine myself having like this camera to communicate with. And then now it's there. Yeah, there you go. And on that and, line, uh, you got a Latino, <laughs> Latino flying it. There you go, man. You know, like uh, there'll probably be some like uh, Olympics for it one day or something like that. The drone Olympics. The drone Olympics, yeah. You know. If anything, uh, probably gonna wrap this up soon. Just yeah, cause, like, we got I should to. go so, wake up the lady in the so truck. So let's go, uh, <laughs> let's go uh, round table, y'all. About uh, Elliot, where are you gonna be at? What you gonna be doing, man? I'm just gonna be hanging out at the 33 Tama in downtown. Oh yeah, Tama on like Tahama, this Saturday Tahama, at eight. This Saturday. Yeah. This was gonna be at Delirium tomorrow. And Delirium. And Delirium that. tomorrow. Where are you at tomorrow? You wanna drop a set? Uh, I I I'd be down because I have, yeah, I have I have a musical rehearsal and then after that yeah I could dope do. yeah we'll be starting after I'll the Warriors be, game so okay I'll, I'll be t- trying not to start a controversy but you know so okay what can you do well that's how we pulled his dick out okay well if anything, it's very small no one's hot yeah I'll be hanging out with them too uh, Monday and Saturday like that I guess yeah oh, yeah I got no response yeah <laughs> that's why I like doing this show because it's where I have the least amount of control all right. This is this is my Johnny Carson moment. I'm just gonna yeah. do a take. <laughs> but if anything, uh, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, hey, man. hanging out. And uh, thank you all so much to, with the whole artivist coming through, and then also with Garrett being out. Uh, we wish you well, and we'll be hearing from you all soon. Peace. Good to see you. Yeah, let's
whiskey is evil. It is a wicked, wicked vehicle. If, if, if you're riding the whiskey train, I can attain to it. If you're going to have whiskey, have a glass, sip it, enjoy it. It's and a great then, at home thing. And then switch thing. to beer. Yeah, it, it's a great at home thing. It's a great one not to... Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's for sipping and like not doing shot after shot after shot after shot after. Ugh. Yeah. Eesh. That's a great way to turn a joint train wreck. But maybe, maybe our FTW, FTW listeners are into shot after Some shot. People, and, and they listen to the show that we actually semi condone it or maybe not condone it. Yeah, well, Jim. We're some, enthusiastic for you. How about that? There's, I know, I got plenty of friends that think Jim Beam is kind of high end. So. <laughs> I know somebody enjoyed his Jim Beam. I watched him get a DUI once. It was pretty wild. Ah, that's terrible. Yeah, it was a pretty yeah, sad that's, story. That's neither here nor there. That's something to think about, though. So, mm-hmm. you guys, if you're going to go out and ride, be safe. If you're going to drink whiskey, <laughs> ride's probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're squitchy. <laughs> right? Yeah, who else should we mention? We should mention Meteor Motorbikes. I've been meaning to call Michelle and say what's up. Oh, yeah, Michelle over at Meteor Motorship, Motorbikes. I freaking love her. And Rob. Good people. Yeah. They I never met Rob. You haven't met Rob? I've met Rob a few times, man. Really? Rob's good people. Dude, Rob rocks. Rob right fucking rules, dude. And his band kicks ass, too. Badass. Yes. Good man, Rob. We should give her a call next week. Do a phone interview, but like sneak attack phone interview. <laughs> sneak that's attack. What you, that's what you can start doing. We might be on the air. We might not. Hey, you can, you can sneak do. attack. <laughs> I'm standing outside your bedroom you do, right now. Are you inside? You, you can do crank calls. You're, you're so oh anxious to touch the phone. <laughs> Try and find Gail's number. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? Reverse it on her? Maybe not. Oh, thanks. Radio Silas. That's my partner. <laughs> You brought it on yourself. Uh, no, that was a, fun, was a funny shit. You used to it by I'm, now, man. I'm working the room here, and you're just, just a tough room. George. How about low-down barbecue? How about them? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a call if they're still a number. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. George is Steve Productions. He's George Stevens, and I'm Stephen St. George, and this has been our show. Hey, y'all hold my beer. Hey!
the world. Fuck the world. Fuck the world. My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pantheon. Oh shit! All right, cool. Every Friday. So we'll get started in about five minutes. Happy hour, open mic. I am a subscriber on Podkicker because I'm an Android guy. It's a great Can't fuck with Tim game. Cook. They have a fun um, I don't know if anyone listens to this shit live. I know like 10,000 people a week listen to Pam's show that comes after. So look around you. Awesome. About to get started. Laughing off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager, 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open 
Uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout, drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the myshopify.com and experience subliminal SF. p.m. here on Mutiny Radio. Hosts of Moonday Night School are Joanna Bateman, Meredith Slaughter, Andrea Costa, and Catherine Sandretto. If you would like to donate to continue the support of this radio station, go to mutinyradio.fm and find the donate button. We sure appreciate it. Thank you so much. Wow, I can't believe you gave that much. You are going to heaven for sure. show 33 Tahama hosted by Meredith Slaughter Chris Riggins 
and a bunch of other cool comedy cats in the city? You haven't? Well, you should check it out because it is the best stand-up this city has to offer. 33 Tahama, twice a month in the financial district of San Francisco. You won't regret it. Joanna Bateman's doing her one-woman show this month at Mutiny. Look up Joanna Bateman's one-woman show on Facebook for more information. Today's musical selection is inspired by the pop divas of today. That's right, Katy Perry, Beyonce, Aurora, Lana Del Rey, Janelle Monet, Victoria Monet, Cher. We've got them all for you tonight. So enjoy, and we will be right with you. But first, the Moonday Night School SoundCloud playlist will carry you into the month of June, Pride Month, with a lot of diva attitude. We'll be right with you. Enjoy.
job, B. Uh, I know. <laughs> I hope you uh, secretly recorded that. <laughs> it was. That's because we're all sweating. <laughs> we're warm. We lose. We're like, oh, it's not recording. We're good. We're good. <laughs> That's how it works.
Moonday Night School is brought to you by Breeze Mints. Breeze Mints are low-dose mints with THC and CBD that allow for easy consumption. Advanced users can take up to three mints at a time. Experienced users or those who need more potent pain relief can take six or more mints to achieve their desired experience. I myself just need one. Infused with top-shelf medicinal cannabis oil, marijuana-infused candy are excellent alternatives to smoking. Although not entirely vegan, it is a go-to choice for nearly everyone. Go to findbreeze.com. That's findbreeze.com. Original mints. Stay fresh with 5 milligrams THC. Cinnamon CBD mints. Relax and restore with 5 milligrams THC and 5 milligrams CBD. Citrus CBD mints, calm without the high, just 5 milligrams CBD. Royal mints, maximum fresh, with 10 milligrams THC. Berry Day mints, find your sweet spot, with 2.5 milligrams THC. Mm, That sounds like a good one. And Berry Night Sweet Dreams, 2.5 milligrams THC and 1 milligram CBD. Findbreeze.com. These things are good. Go roll the boat to safer grounds, but don't you know we're stronger now? My heart still beats and my skin still feels. My lungs still breathe My mind still feeds But we're running out of time All the echoes in my mind
Again. 
Joanna, Meredith, and Andy, and Catherine are currently not here, but they are on their way. I am happy to be back in the studio. It is Monday night, 8.40 p.m. If you're listening to this live, what up? If you are listening to this on our podcast, what up? Whatever time of day it is. Um... I sometimes listen to this uh, while I'm, I don't know, showering. Yes, I listen to my own podcast, and not because I'm a narcissist, but because I'm trying to learn how this operates. Oh, Meredith is arriving. Meredith is arriving. I'm so excited. Uh, I can see her car, and she's walking in. Yeah, so I'm just trying to learn. We're all trying to learn. And um, I'm going to let the next song play. It's continuing on our Pop Diva Night. It's Lana Del Rey is coming up next. That was Aurora that we just heard. And this is Lana Del Rey singing a a song. Uh, let's, Let's give it a listen, yeah? All right. You got the music, you got the music in 
Searching but there's no proof
And so she got them pierced at Claire's. <laughs> That's where we all went. Yeah, I was um, I was 18. Oh. And I had just gotten my heart shattered by T.C. Bartosic. That's right. I'm drunk enough to say it's full. I'm like, name. Was that his name? That's his full name, T.C. Bartosic. <laughs> Probably could narrow that one down. Yeah. It's <laughs> not like real searchable yeah. on Facebook. Other than not knowing how to spell it. Yeah, well, it's just how it sounds. Bartosic. <laughs> yeah. It. He broke it, huh? He broke my heart. Yeah, I was so shattered. Did were any anyone else here? Andy Costa and Meredith Slaughter have joined Joanna Monday Bateman. Night School. And Joanna, Joanna Bateman. Bateman. That's right. On the show. We've been here. We've been here. We've yeah, been we've jamming been. out. We're just uh, among other things. Yeah. There was an intruder. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of we were scared. <laughs> <laughs> we had to call our security. Yeah, we did. They weren't doing a good job at all. <laughs> no. Double check yeah. that we were yeah. safe. Because I was like, can you see me? <laughs> no. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. We had we had Why? two people um, come into the studio. Uh, we um, unannounced, and also we thought that we were safe and locked inside. Yeah. And um, they came to pick up their art. But the the weird thing about it was was not at all that there was people here to pick up their art, or that we were startled because both of those things are fine. It was that the woman that was picking up her art wasn't like, hey people or I'm here to do this. They did they nothing just to make us feel less and, and also and, and, and we must we must describe that they were people who just had a bit of an edge to they them. They are in the mission. They were mission edgy artists. artists. Remember mission last artists. last week Moonday Nighters when I said I cut myself on the razor blade? <laughs> this was one of the artists. It was his piece. It was the raz- his razor oh, yeah. blade so, cut well, me last week. So it was on that piece? Yes. Are in there that, razor blades yes, on the piece? Yes, his art piece. Wait, do they, are there, so I didn't know that too. I thought 